Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Today we'll be going through another psalm uh, found in uh, chapter 137. Now, uh, unlike all other psalms, wherein even though there are times that uh, the psalmist or the psalter is sad, it normally ends in praise. But this psalm is quite different. So let me read it to you. Verse 1, By the waters of Babylon, there we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. On the willows, there we hung up our lyres. For there our captors required of us songs, and our tormentors mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. Let my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth, if I do not remember you. If I do not set Jerusalem above my highest joy. Remember, O Lord, against the Edomite, the day of Jerusalem. How they said, lay it bare, lay it bare, down to its foundations. O daughter of Babylon, doomed to be destroyed. Blessed shall he be who repays you with what you have done to us. Blessed shall he be who takes your little ones and dash them against the rock. Wow. Not the kind of psalm you would be thinking about reading on a regular morning. As you look at the psalm, you'd see that there is lament. And at the same time, there is a declaration of judgment. And in fact, if you look at the punctuation marks in this psalm, it is full of exclamation point, meaning that in the midst of the, that in the midst of the lament, this lament was caused by a wrong done to Israel. And that because of the wrong done to Israel, there was a cry for judgment. And that's why this psalm is also could be said a, a psalm of anger. That there's so much emotion in this psalm. And so when, when, when I read this um, long time ago, the first time I encountered this psalm, I didn't know what to make of it. I didn't know how to respond to it. Because most of the psalm that I've encountered and most of what we love to read are, are psalms that, you know, um, feels good, that speaks of uh, the wonders of God and how majestic He is and it normally ends in praise, although there are a lot of psalms that speaks of judgment. It normally ends on a high note. But this one, it ends with a verse like, Blessed shall he be who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rock. So what can we make of this psalm? And what can we learn from this psalm? And why would this psalm be included in the prayer, the book of prayer of the Jewish people, and even for us. Well, one, thing's, one thing that we need to first understand is a psalm normally is not just read on its own. It's read in the context of the whole counsel of the Word of God and even in the context of the whole psalm. In fact, this psalm is sandwiched by two psalms, 136 and 138, 
which speaks of the steadfast love of the Lord. And so, now we come to a psalm that um, touches on another side of our emotion. Because, you know, the other two psalms that precedes and goes after this are psalms of thanksgiving, a psalm of praise, and you would uh, see the emotions happy. You know, they're just uh, lifting God up. And then this psalm comes along. And it seems to go to, to the other side of the spectrum, meaning we have a God. It's the good thing that when we look at this psalm, we, we see that we have a God who, who, is, who does not just hear us when we're happy, when we're on our highest um, or happiest, but He also hear, uh, hears us in our lowest. And not just in our lowest, even in our anger and in our anguish. And here we would learn, if we just look closely at the psalm, how we are to pray God in the midst of injustice and in the midst of anger that results from that injustice. And so first we look at how the psalmist re recounts the injustice done to them. And if you look at the first few verses, it talks about how Babylon would mock them as they, uh, as they were marching. See, when Babylon conquered Judah or Israel, um, what they did with the conquered people was they asked them to march towards Babylon. And in the, in, in the, on the way towards, uh, on their way to Babylon as they marched, they would mock them. They would ask them to sing songs for Zion. And that's a very, very uh, hurtful insult because the songs of Zion talks about how God is powerful, lifted high, and how He would protect Zion. And now they are captured. It, it's asking them to recount all of these songs and see where you're at right now. Where is your God? How can you, uh, what, where is that song taking you now? So it was really a mockery. To them, And that's why there was so much anger. And the good thing about God is that, and in this psalm, is that it teaches us that we can express our anger truthfully. That we don't have to hide it. As if we can hide anything from God. Kahit naman itago mo yun. God already knows what you're feeling. God even knows the deepest anguish of your heart. Kahit na kung ano sabihin mo sa puso mo, He already knows. And here we see that the... Psalter just expresses his anger. No filter. Kumbaga, kung, 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 kung gusto mo ng no filter, dapat ang audience mo si God. Because God can take our anger. No matter how hard we throw it at Him. Minsan kasi we throw it everywhere. We throw it social media. We throw it at other people. And we have no filter. But no one can handle our emotion except that of God, who is compassionate, who is steadfast in His love towards us. And so the psalmist, knowing that, throws everything at the Lord, His anger. He expresses it truthfully. But as we go along the psalm, one thing that he did after expressing it truthfully, he lifted up to God in prayer. He placed it in God's hands. He did not let his anger consume him. He did not let his anger distort his character, destroy him. 
or even drive him. What he did was he lifted it up to God. It says in verse 7, Remember, O Lord, against the Edomites. So, now you might be wondering, I, I, you thought that it was against Babylon. Who is the Edomites? Now the Edomites uh, is a neighboring uh, nation. And when the Babylon were about to defeat the Israelites, they were cheering the Babylonians on. And they were, they were happy. It's, it's like they surrounded Israel and they were cheering on the Babylonians. And so here, in, their, in, in the Psalter's anger, he lifts, up, he lifts up his anger to the Lord. Now, the good thing about the Psalter is as he lifts up the, his anger to the Lord, he did not get angry against the Lord. Sometimes our problem is in the midst of lifting up our anger, we get angry towards God. Our anger is directly, di directed wrongly towards God. It, it's not directed towards those who have wronged us. And so here it says, the psalmist just simply lifted up to God and because he understood that he could not just keep his anger to himself. Because we know in our humanity, when we do get angry, our anger leads us to sin. And so what he does is he said, remember, O Lord, I want to lift up my anger to you. And all of us have our moments of anger. But one thing that I've learned from this Psalter is that in the midst of my anger, I, I do not just keep it to myself. I'm truthful about it, but I don't just keep it to myself. I give it to God because it is only God who can handle my anger. It is only Him who can receive from me. And that, that we are not to get angry at Him, at God, in the midst of our anger. And then the last thing that the Psalter did, after truthfully expressing his anger, after lifting up his anger to God, is he cried out for justice. And he left justice in the hands of God and vengeance. He did not let uh, him, he, he did not let himself be the one to be angry and take matters into his hands. In fact, if you read closely the latter part of the, um, the psalm, it says, O daughter of Babylon, doomed to be destroyed, blessed shall be he who repays you with what you have done to us. This is what you call the principle of talion or the law of retribution, wherein in those days, justice is served simply by saying that may what was done to us, the injustice done to us, be done to those who were the perpetrators. So he was simply asking God, who is a just God, by the way. We've been studying this, that he is a just God to be the righteous judge, to rightly um, bring upon those who have uh, brought trouble to Judah, to Israel, to judge them as well and bring it back to them. In fact, the last verse, which is really if you think about it, it's hard to imagine that people would even pray this, but it says, Blessed shall he, he be who takes your little ones and dash them against the rock. Because the Babylonians, when they attack a city, they would just take up the baby, take, take, take a baby from a mother's hands, and they would dash it under. That's how evil they were. 
And what the psalmist was saying is simply this. Lord, be the righteous judge. Whatever was done to us, may it be returned to them. And so, in, your, in our anger, we see in this psalm that it is okay to be truthful about it. But not just to keep it to ourselves, but to lift it to God who can handle our anger. And at the same time, to, live, to leave justice and vengeance in His hands and not ours. Let God be the judge. Let God be the righteous judge that He is. Now, before I end, I would like to point out a New Testament scripture that also speaks of, speaks this language. And the very one who spoke it was none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, if you look at the Psalm, Psalm 137, you, you just learn how to handle your anger. Somehow you learn how to be truthful, to give it to the Lord and, and seek justice from the hands of God. But I want us to look how Jesus handled it in his time. In Luke chapter 19, verse 41 to 44, let me read it to you. It says, And when he drew near and sat and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes, for the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade and around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your salvation. In other versions, it says, and they will dash you and your children on the rock. Same same uh, language as Psalm 37. And again, it's spoken against Jerusalem. Again. But this is the difference. While the Psalter in 137 was asking for retribution, Jesus was so different when he approached Jerusalem. Because I want you to know that this during Luke 19 was a time of triumphant, the triumphant entry. He was about to be crucified. And the ones who will crucify him is no other than Jerusalem. But instead of retribution against Jerusalem, the very city that would crucify him, you could see here that he was, he was weeping over Jerusalem, having mercy upon it. And in fact, on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Jesus lifted the standard up from simply looking at a wrongdoing and imposing the law of retribution, now he's telling us it's time to impose the law of forgiveness. And so looking back to the cross, we, the believers today, of course we will cry out for justice, but we're also taught that there is a higher law in it that we have the law of forgiveness. And so my prayer is that all of us would take this to heart. And I know there's so much um, to be angry about at times in the world we live in. But thank God for this psalm that teaches us that we have a righteous God. And all of His righteousness was displayed at the cross in Christ. And that's why now, we can forgive. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful again for your psalm, for your word. 
that teaches us how to live, teaches us how to handle even our, our anger, the anguish in our heart. Even at our lowest moment, you are there, you're teaching us, you're guiding us, and you're giving us grace, and you're seeing us through. And Lord, may this psalm, and may your son teach us, Lord, that in the midst of anger, Lord, how to respond and what to do to give glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we end, let me just leave to you this verse found in Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. This is a self-revelation of God, of who He is. It says, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. May you go out there and continue to know deeply our awesome God. God bless you. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.